1: You know what time it is. Buckle up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes, everybody. I speak. Nineteen oh six is here with me. One of TikTok's biggest creators it's in the in the building. Not literally, but he, he's in the building. Okay, you know what I mean. Damn it. And guess what? You're gonna enjoy it. And I just wanted to. Say this before um, we get, get into it because I just needed everybody to know in 1906, I needed you to know that I really appreciated you coming on here. I really appreciated the realness and the authenticity, you know, as if we were in one of your lives, you know, even your daughter, all of that stuff. I just thought that was something that, well, ain't taking that out, leave in it. You know, like this is who he is. This is, you know, this is what it is. This is who he is. And uh I just loved everything about it. So I just want to say, guys, if you didn't know and you want to know, you're about to know. Okay. So uh buckle up. Let's go. All right, so I'm here with ispeak Speak 1906, one of TikTok's biggest creators. Um, he's a poet, entrepreneur, a speaker, and he is here with us today to tell us his story. and uh, How's it going?
0: Oh, it's going well. <laughs> um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of creators um well, well first of all like i said thank you for having me on and you know reaching out to me and being you know as respectful as you are you know sometimes people uh take this this idea that you know they're entitled to the time of an individual and or um of the uh acceptance of said uh invite when the reality is that um and you know we spoke about this before you know it doesn't matter how big your platform is you know if someone reaches out to you in a respectful manner and have a, a a reputable platform it should be no issue for you to uh to speak on that so Um, Thank you for having me on. Uh, A little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in the foster care system, Um, spent the first five years of my life in foster care. From there, kind of bounced around from home to home between my grandmother and my aunt, my oldest brother. Um, I went through uh, small bouts uh, with depression, anxiety. Um, I was sexually assaulted as a teenager. Um, Then, you know, as I got older, uh, I graduated. I'm giving you guys the cliff notes at this point. Um, I graduated uh, high school first in my class got a full four year scholarship to college went to college graduated got a job um, I was teaching uh, middle school English sixth and seventh grade um, to whereby I dealt with some uh, very egregious racist uh, situations um, to whereas I resigned and I joined the United States Navy so now I am in the military um, I have a wife and three children and um, Brandy and I actually were able to link up on TikTok um, to whereas I've now amassed a platform of over 240,000 followers and uh, 7.1 million (laughs) (laughs) likes. And I, uh, you know, like I said, I appreciate the the opportunity to be able to delve uh, deeper into some of those aspects. So um, anything you want to get specific about? you got
1: that <laughs> for sure for sure uh thank you for um giving us giving us that there uh i felt like i was telling some of my other um you know friends in, in the uh broadcast and the media i was like i think this guy you guys would be interested you know because there's a whole nother show they want to bring you in on too uh america uh, Miss education of america that's still happening but i said i think he'd be because you know you're, you're well spoken and and i like the way you explain things and i as i dove and to find out more about you like that's what you kind of you do you have like a business right where you uh you promote you like help people with speaking and and bettering them yes
0: so, basically. so i uh on on that standpoint i am a professional public speaker um and i'm also certified as a speaker trainer through toastmasters international to essentially teach others how to effectively communicate um to whereby i, I can go into companies and teach their employees um, as well as individuals. I do a lot of individual coaching. Um, I don't brand myself as a coach. Um, I just like to think of myself more so as a mentor um, mm-hmm. in that regard, just because I don't want the, the, the idea of the coaching industry to be muddied by those who are not legitimately certified. But yeah. again, you know, that kind of you know, begs to the idea that you don't have to be certified to be a coach. Everyone can be a coach in their own right, but to actually charge money for that is a completely different spectrum. Um, so in that regard, like, you know, like I said, you know, have them reach out to me. I don't mind having a conversation with them, um, to go on their platform as well. And also too, um, that I'm doing this off the respect that I have for you, because normally I charge people for stuff like this, you know what I mean? Because like I said, I am a professional. Yeah, no doubt. And the the thing about it is a lot of my mentors, um, let me just say this, the Navy pays me very well. You know what I mean? And you know, that's not on me, you know, bragging or anything. You can Google my salary, you know, I'm a five year, you know, E five. You can Google my salary. It's not you know, too, too much, but it's enough to feed my family. And then, like you said, the, my entrepreneur endeavors. I'm an author. I wrote a book, The Purpose of Power. Um, that's on Amazon. I'm a spoken word artist. Um, I have a, an album that I put out, Metaphorically Speaking. Uh, that's available on all um, platforms, all music platforms. And then, like I said, my individual sessions um, with individuals, not only professional public speaking, but also poetry and um, social media uh, coaching as well. Uh, and in that regard, uh, well, mentorship, uh, so to speak. But I am looking at getting my certifications because a lot of people do view me as that. And uh, the reality is that if you're going to do something, especially for free, you're going to do it because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. You know. And I tell people all the time, you know, I'm all about supporting people's platforms, especially if you know they have a platform to whereby they have a fee. You know, I'm a firm believer in supporting people 100 percent and not looking for what I call the homie hookup. And just to go on record. Brandy didn't ask me for the homie hookup. She said, hey, I got this platform. I would love for you to be on it. You know, we spoke. Um, I have, you know, established a pretty decent rapport with her. And, you know, I said, you know, cool. We kind of missed each other yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry.
1: <laughs> I was in your life. Um,
0: But, you know, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we rescheduled. And, you know, because I'm a man of my word. You know, my name and my word mean everything to me. So I wanted to ensure that, you know, I was being as forthcoming as possible with, you know, not only getting my own message out, but ensuring that you know I keep to my word of coming on here um as well. So uh like I said, have them reach out to me. I have absolutely no issue. Give me a second. That is on the phone. Yes. Okay.
1: So, so that's that,
0: that little that little tidbit.
1: <laughs> awesome. Thank you once again. But um, you know, uh TikTok. How did um how did you you know, because before, you know, TikTok was, you know, dancing and and grooving and stuff. When did you um, begin with TikTok? When did you decide to join the community?
0: So I started my platform in March of this year, March 24th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, March 24th. And I had known about TikTok for like a good 18 months because my wife had a TikTok. Um, and in that regard, uh, she put me on to uh, Conscious Lee to whereby I was like, wait a minute, I thought this was just like a dancing platform. Like I didn't know people like actually post like intellectual content and like political content and stuff like that. And to to which I was introduced to the different sides of TikTok to whereas if you engage with certain uh, content, then that's the side, so to speak, that your for you page will be indicative of in terms of the content that you engage with on a consistent basis. So in that, I realized, oh, snap. Well, if he can build a platform and at that time, he was at like, I think like 200,000 followers. Now, I think he's like over 400,000. Um, I was like, if he can build a platform, I know I can build a platform. And I started off with my poetry, because I figured, you know, I don't know any other spoken word artists that do what I do on TikTok. So, hmm, let me try it. I gained 40,000 followers my first month. My second month and a week into my third month, I gained over 100,000. And I was still learning the platform as a creator. I knew it as a watcher, but I didn't know it as a creator. And um, from there, I just wanted to solidify myself as one of the top black male intellectuals on the app because there's so much more to me than just poetry. You know what yeah. I mean? And building my platform so fast, it was just that there's more to me than just my spoken word. You know, I'm very intelligent. I'm a husband, I'm a father, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a fraternity, I'm in the military, so many different, you know, aspects. I'm an author, you know, uh, I'm a public speaker. So all of these different things I felt like could make me a much more well-rounded TikToker for people to see my perspective, hear my perspective, and then for those that wanted to follow me and latch onto my content, then you know we could do that as well. As well as speak on current issues uh, and things that are going on uh, in the world, then you know I could do that as well. Yes,
1: yes,
0: yes that is a circle.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> so cute. Um, so yeah, because that's what I thought it was. I was. Uh, I know I usually tell people, did it seem to like go more into a movement like it kind of like took like that's basically really all you'll really see now is people speaking out on what's going on and, and black lives matters and just like mm-hmm. some really you no know, deep stuff and so did what you say that it, it kind of that's when it really picked up around after george floyd's um murder
0: i think to an extent um there's also people that uh i think tiktokers look to as um how can I put this I guess like the the gatekeepers of intelligence if you will Mm -hmm. um so people like um for example Consciously um T Nathan uh the Savage Lokius, uh Bad Guy Brody Freak the Gemini um Young Merc Fire um We Love Lil Yeezy um J Williams J guys like us who are intellectual strong black men that when they see something happen in the news and or in the world they want to know what our perspectives are on it just because of the respect that they have for us now yeah. people like uh, Zashton, african barb um what's the girl name ayana heckard um i always want to make sure that oftentimes we look at all of the top black males but we don't look at the women that are leading on this app as well in that regard and then yeah. there are a couple a, a couple more um but There are specific people that when certain things happen that they look to for these types of opinions and things of that nature to whereby I would be more inclined to agree with you that it did pick up a lot more to whereas now people are seeing oh wow, the power of social media. Oh, also my degree is in mass communications. So a lot of this stuff journalism was like our foundation of a lot of our coursework. So for me, one of my slogans is before you speak do your research. So yeah. in that, a lot of people, they post a lot of misinformation to fit a specific narrative. Yes. Okay, we'll go to the party. They post a lot of misinformation to whereby a person like myself, a quick Google search, and I can fact check them and debunk the misinformation that they're putting out into the atmosphere, not realizing that TikTok is the only platform right now, is the I'm sorry, is the largest platform that has the most impressionable 12 to 22 year olds on it actively they're on other platforms but they're not active on other platforms whereby the common man so to speak is not someone that's famous you're what's called tiktok famous but it's not someone like a jason derulo or a lizzo or um kevin hart those type of celebrities who are on tiktok so whereas my followers value my opinion more than kevin hart my opinion right. more than a jason derulo so if he say black lives matter and post a video to them they're just like oh he's a celebrity you know he don't really mean that to worry about me they're like oh we know who i speak 1906 is you get what i'm saying whereas yeah. on instagram or twitter that might not be the same
1: response yeah totally yes <laughs> and then so, you start talking that's when they, they start. The kids are like the they I like to the, like talk to you when you're talking, and then man, listen, and talk to you. <laughs> My son is like that too. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I I agree. You know, and I'd rather listen to you, to be honest, versus Jason Derulo or Kevin Hart. You know, because that's just that's what people do see. It's like oh, they're just just you know. We want to hear from like real, you know, like. People I think that's
0: another. I think that's a- another aspect of. And I'm sorry, let me cut you off. I think that's another aspect of TikTok that a lot of people like latch onto. That we are real life, real life, tangible people. Do you yeah. think that you could literally post a comment in Kevin Hart's comments and get him on an interview like this that nope. quickly? Mm-mm. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so the accessibility is another thing too. To so whereas one of my homies, Freak the Gemini, he got over six hundred thousand followers, way more followers than me. And we talk on the phone almost every day. You know what I'm saying? So, whereas somebody like, uh, let's see, somebody that has a million followers, Papa Gut. If we engage in conversation, I I can say confidently, I personally believe that if I literally reach out to Papa Gut, like, hey, I would love to have a conversation with you based on X, Y, and Z, and he has over a million followers. I believe that I can get him on the phone and have a conversation with him. So, whereby you have a celebrity that might have okay. one million, two million, three million followers on this specific platform, to so whereas you reach out to them, you can't do the exact same. So the accessibility factor, as well as also to the lives, the lives are another thing that makes this platform unique too, because you can't save them unless you screen record. To where by Facebook, you can post them to your page. Instagram, you can post them to your story and your page. To where by people can go look at the playback. Whereas um, TikTok lives are literally real time. You're getting me. Like this is literally my house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To so whereas I'm not in a studio. I'm not at some type of like you know, high-profile, you know, type of, you know, environment. Whereas we're literally having a genuine one-on-one, you know, yeah. and it's it's much more meaningful and impactful than if you get one of these celebrities to worry about it being political. They're not really speaking their mind the way they want to because they don't uh, want to lose a brand deal or something like that. Yeah. Listen, you getting me? You getting me one hundred percent?
1: Family and all, like just be you change diapers, multitasking, and all that stuff. I'm telling <laughs> you,
0: parenting don't stop because you're on live. Uh, listen, I change diapers it. on live. Listen, I give them food online. (laughs) It don't even matter. Because, again, you're literally getting our real lives, you know what I mean? Um, As opposed to someone that you can reach out and touch that's not as tangible or credible.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what's up. Um, You know, with this, you know, that's going on in TikTok, you're always going to get that negative side. You're going to get those trolls, you know? Absolutely. You got one, but it was way, um, way... It it, it it touched a lot of people and Indeed. How, how, what was that like what do you feel about that like what makes Man. somebody sit there and, I still can't wrap my head around it
0: <laughs> I think uh, holistically it was an eye opener yes okay I'll make sure I change it okay I think holistically, because of how I view my family, a lot of people realize that that's a trigger button for me. You know, talking about my family or involving my family. So, um, for your uh, your audience, uh, someone posted a comment in my live saying that they were going to George Floyd, my newborn. And in that moment, I was so taken aback that someone even had the audacity to even say that. That was number one. Um, I firmly believe that, you know, trolls exist. You know, they, they brand themselves as tro- the idea of a troll came about from people trolling other people um, mm-hmm. to whereby in some instances, there's no limits to what to the depths that a troll will go to, to offend, to, mm-hmm. um, to accuse, to uh, threaten, you know what I mean? It's, it's no, but it doesn't take away the humanistic aspect of uh, big creators such as myself. That have massive platforms that people don't realize that they're just like oh just shake it off or you know don't quit TikTok because of this and then the reality is just like i have every right to be upset about this yeah. i have every right to feel you know to cry about it for real for real because that is a different level of evil yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and you know even so much so for them to continue to say it over and over and over and over again eventually the strongest person it's it's gonna it's gonna get to you you know it's oh, not yeah. gonna break me but to some people, it can potentially break them and cause them to quit the platform because such hate exists in the world. But for me, I'm the kind of person that the way I internalize trauma and the way in which I inter- internalize pain, you know, I turn that frustration into focus and yeah. I, uh, I turn that pain into passion. And I use it as a teachable moment to individuals and to creators that may necessarily come across a situation like that to let them know, one, you're still human. At the end of the day, it's OK for you to feel. It's OK for you to be upset. It's OK for you to contemplate leaving this platform. Because at the end of the day, let me show you something. And again, I don't do this to be arrogant or to be braggadocious or anything like that. I do this to prove a point. I don't have to. This is, this is what I call my uh, shrine of excellence, so to speak. These are all of my trophies, um, You know, my, my Navy picture from my paddles, for my fraternity, you know what I mean? My, essentially my life accomplishments, so yeah. to speak. And yeah. the standpoint that I come from it is that I don't need TikTok clout. You have some people who literally make being a TikToker their identity and yeah. being on social media their identity to whereby it's almost like they don't have a personality of their own. You know what I mean? It's like they don't, who are you outside of TikTok? When the reality is that if I quit TikTok today or tomorrow, I would still be making the same, if not more money than I'm already making now because I've left the platform. So my loyal followers are going to follow me to my other platforms. Two, I don't need TikTok. TikTok needs me. And I say that in regard of not the platform, but in terms of me, my presence being on the platform. You know what I mean? And some people make social media their life and they put off this persona to whereby when people call them out, now all of a sudden they got to switch up their tactics. They got to switch up their content because now you've been called out. I'm giving yeah. you me right off the muscle. I'm intelligent, I'm a black father, I'm a black husband, I'm in the military. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's so many aspects to me that if I decide to show you, then cool. If I don't decide to show you, that's cool too. And it needs to be that way. However, yeah. the reality is that once you reach a certain level within your platform, certain things about your life is no longer private. And I understand that. But getting death threats to yeah. my newborn Nah, you don't get used to that. You, no. you, we, I, I refuse to perpetuate an ideology that big TikTokers have to get used to receiving death threats. No, you don't have to get used to that. And you have every right to feel some type of way in the event that something like that actually takes place and, or happens. You have every right to feel some type of way. But a lot of times what people don't acknowledge is the fact that we're human. Yeah. <laughs> we are still flipping human at the end of the day. We're still yeah. human. So some people are just like, oh, don't leave the platform. You're, you're letting them win. Letting them win? Because I decided to put my family over a platform that I don't truly need? No, that's not winning. That's called being mature and understanding that everything that I truly want to say, that's lodged up in here. I can't say in the 60s TikTok.
1: Yeah.
0: You get what I'm saying? So, you okay. know, e- everything in that regard is not going to be, you know, oh, I need to be this way or I need to be that way because the reality is that you can only put out so much and then you do your lives. Then you, you know, hop on other people's platforms. People duet you, stuff like that. So whereby you can get out more of your thoughts. And then you also got the option to put like text uh, in your, um, in your videos to fully explain what it is that you mean if someone misunderstands it. Yeah, so I, like that. I, pr- I, yeah I pray daily and I meditate daily. And if I did it, I would probably have left TikTok a long time ago um, because it can be, it can be very toxic very
1: yeah. toxic yeah which you have and- so many followers uh some of them dip in there the trolls dip in there and they like like to hide you know amongst them and everything and so it's kind of like you know yeah. you have to prepare yourself to you know i sometimes i watch the reactions and it's kind of like okay <laughs> the stuff people say and it's just like wow but um do you feel like tiktok like how because i feel like The platforms have, um, they owe it to their creators and stuff to make it a safe place, you know, to be able to be creative and to, you know, do what they do. Do you feel like they got on it right away or like took care of it?
0: They still haven't. I even had to reach out to the FBI because not only because I'm in the military, but because you can't hate crimes are to be reported to the FBI, to the Civil Rights Division, as opposed to. Uh, TikTok's legal team. Now, in terms of TikTok's legal team, you know, uh, someone hasn't reached out to me yet, but I do have some contacts that because my videos went so viral, they actually got me in contact with someone to begin the process. But in yeah. terms of it being like initially jumped on, it wasn't. And to some people, that can make them feel like the platform in and of itself. Either one, doesn't care or mm-hmm. two, because it's not stated specifically in the um, community guidelines, you can't report a comment on a live. You get what I'm saying? So, even if I send them screenshots to the platform in and of itself, it's almost like it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, unless you can furnish proof that it did happen. Now, in regards to certain videos, I do believe that the community guidelines need a massive overhaul, especially as it relates to racism.
1: Yeah, um, I you have that. a
0: lot of people who, yeah, you have a lot of people that don't realize that if you go into the community guidelines and look at racial slurs, it's covered.
1: They could say they're joking so when, or
0: something, right? That's all they got to say. And I know you've probably seen it in some of my videos. I'll say for TikTok purposes, this is completely satire. Mm -hmm, That is what will keep the video up. Or if I say in my caption that these are just jokes. Or if I say in my comments, these are just jokes. TikTok is a computer. It's it's almost like a computer system. And it analyzes when people mass report a video, right, and it's taken down. They analyze based off of the reports and based off of the rhetoric in the video and in the comments and the caption whether or not this violates community guidelines. When they put that this is a joke, or that this is dark humor, or that this is satire, because that, that's the word they really look for, satire, because it, it typically it, it translates to joke. Satire is jokes, or, or comedic material. To one person, it's funny. It's a joke. But to massive amounts of people, it's not funny. There's nothing yeah. funny about racism. But is racism covered under dark humor? Absolutely But when you make your entire platform just about racism, it's no longer dark humor at that point. You're a racist. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that happens on the app under the community guidelines by technical definition is covered, which is why even myself, i will be confused. Like, why is it that I report this video and it doesn't get taken down? That's bullcrap. And then I go and look at the community guidelines, "Hmm, it's covered. And and whether we want to admit it or not, when you click that accept button, you accept Uh the community guidelines. It's almost like terms and conditions. Most people, they get on me. Why do you always read the terms and conditions? Because I need to know what I'm accepting.
1: (laughs) You're like, duh. (laughs) Listen,
0: when people give me, like, when I go to, 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 like, T-Mobile and stuff like that, to, like, buy a phone or to whatever, and they give you that, like, six-page document with terms and conditions and tell you, oh, sign here. And I take 30 minutes to read the entire document. And they sit there like, oh, we got (laughs) other customers. Oh, no problem. I'll go sit over there on the couch and, and read, you know, all of this stuff. So I know what it is that I'm signing because what happens yeah. is you go to complain, right? And the, the organization, TikTok, T-Mobile, and they just do this. <laughs> but you signed our terms and conditions. So yeah. uh, this was covered, that was covered, this was covered, that was covered, this was covered, that was covered, and you end up looking like an idiot. Yeah, so how like do I look championing, <laughs> facts, how do I look championing on my page the ideology and or the thought process of, or the talking point rather, before you speak do your research if I yeah. myself am not doing my own research whether you like it or not right. whether you you know agree with it or not it's in the community guidelines and you have to adhere by it otherwise mm. leave the platform
1: exactly very true very, or,
0: very... or 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 my apologies or petition for them to change it and or amend their ways so that it can be all encompassing of everybody
1: yeah for sure that is true Wow, 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 I couldn't believe when I I'm read sorry. that. Can you put it back away? Um, I'm sorry. So what? what is, uh, so with your platform, do you have anything in the f- future or something that you, do you have any future plans that are going to be, obviously because you have other things you do, so what do you see in the future for yourself and your platform on TikTok? Oh,
0: you about to get an exclusive. <laughs> okay. So I've been uh, working as of recently on starting a podcast um, based off my slogan, buckle up, let's talk about it. Um, So I reached out to my uh, TikTok community um, for someone, uh, for a graphic designer. Um, Number one, to get my TikTok family involved. And uh, number two, to ensure that I'm making you all part of the process so that when I do debut it, Number one, to show the logo, and then two, to push people more so to the podcast. Because a lot of the stuff that I talk about oftentimes, especially on my lives, they're like, yo, you should have a podcast. I will listen to you all the time, blah, 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 blah. And once you reach a certain level within your podcast, now it's another stream of income. Yeah. And I have a solidified audience that I know for a fact would oh, yeah. actually um, listen to whereby my big goal, that's one of my intermediate goals. My big goal is to scale out my platform so much so that I can live off of being a social media influencer, to whereby I can travel the world doing what I love, which is public speaking, uh, doing keynotes, workshops, you know uh, spoken word performances, things of that nature, um, and you know, get paid decently uh, to do so. However, comma, I have a wife, as a stay-at-home mom, and I have three children. So I can't just tell her, hey, babe, I'm finna get out the Navy and be a full-time TikToker. And she's like, well, how much are you making right now? Well, I ain't really making nothing
1: right now. I see that being a skit, like on TikTok.
0: (laughs) Come on. You know, I don't really have no brand deals or no endorsements, but I got good faith. We we got three kids. Faith ain't going to pay the bills on the first and the 15th. So, you uh, know, that, that's uh, one of my bigger goals. And uh, one of my, uh, I guess, longstanding goals is to just continue putting good energy out into the atmosphere um, and, you know, allowing uh, individuals to a platform to be able to have these difficult conversations as it relates to race, uh, as it relates to culture, current events, uh, things of that nature, and uh, to give people an uh, uh, an empowered mindset and have them feel emboldened that they're you know, uh, the, regardless of how big their platform is, their voice matters.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why I always like to say, everybody, your voice matters. And that's, you know, another reason why I like doing what I do, because I want to give people, you know, every all of our voices matters. There's no one that's higher or less than. We're all here. We're all, you know, we're all human, and we all have something to say, and I feel like if we can be respectful and we can share those things that make people uncomfortable, but if we can provide that safety you know then i think that's going to get us somewhere so most definitely i was definitely going to bring that up to you i was going to say i think you should do a podcast you know because i think that like oh you see you like handling that (laughs) yeah so that's that's awesome um you inspire me you know what i mean to to uh keep doing what i'm doing and to just do it you know just go for it because sometimes you get discouraged or I had my first set of trolls the other day and kinda of have a fucking feelings. Yeah, but I didn't give up. I just stayed I stayed at it. And um yeah, I just I just, I just knew that's what it comes with. And you just gotta keep going. So I definitely Absolutely. appreciate what you do. And um yeah, I'm happy that I, I came to this community and I and I came across you and I um, just know that if I could ever do anything for you, <laughs> you know, give me a hug. Absolutely. Yeah, for and sure.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So and, uh, I think
1: another thing, t- go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Uh, mm. I was about to say, another, another thing that, you know, as you continue to build your platform, you'll realize that some of those people, while they present themselves as trolls, they're really and truly trying to see how long you're going to last on the platform. Mm-hmm. And I think once I eclipsed 200,000, they just knew, oh, well, I speak next to say he's here to stay. <laughs> You know, he's, <laughs> say? he's here to stay. So, you know, there's only so much that you can say. And then at a, a specific point, too, um once you reach a certain level in the way that you build your platform, oftentimes I don't even have to engage trolls in my comments. My followers will do it for me because they know I'm not about harassment. I'm not about doxing. I'm not about sending nobody death threats, but I am about holding people accountable for the things that they say. And when you yeah. post it on the internet, do know and do understand that somebody out there is going to hold you accountable.
1: Oh, yeah. And you do that very well, might I say. <laughs> So yes. yeah, that's always nice to see. So I appreciate that. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna ask you before we go, where did you, mm-hmm. your, uh, you're saying buckle up, uh, where, where did that come from? Is there a story behind that or?
0: You know, I was actually scrolling back through my videos to try to figure out where that came from because <laughs> it kind of just like became a thing. Um, I was, uh, I think I was in the car and I think I literally buckled the seatbelt to actually, like, talk about it. And, like, another thing – and this is this is another, like, I guess, uh, benefit of having a large uh, fan base as well. Even when you don't want something to become a thing, it'll become a thing. So, like, for example, I have uh, – so right now I have Make It Make Sense, Buckle Up, OK, 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 and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And I call my followers my army of intellectuals. So when I first started doing these make it make sense videos, it was more so just a caption along the top of my video to whereby I did a reaction video to some either racist stuff or like, you know, ridiculously sexual stuff that was happening that probably should not have been happening on the app. And then I go and report it. And then it says it doesn't violate community guidelines. So I'm like, yo, make this make sense. And a lot of people was just like, oh, this is around the time where People say, you are the CEO of. And I was like, I'm the CEO of Make It Make Sense. What does that even mean? So then people started to make me synonymous with Make It Make Sense. So anytime somebody would say Make It Make Sense, people would tag me in their videos. So then I'd be like, man, that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? And then I'll duet the video and I'll put, put like on the top on today's episode of Make It Make Sense. And then I'll post, you know, their duet. And then when I realized duets don't get the same reaction as yes that is a bug, Um, it won't get the same reaction as you doing a regular organic video with just you. So I was like, hmm, I can just say it as a slogan and I don't have to do the duet, so to speak. Boom, then it becomes a thing. The buckle up, let's talk about it. It wasn't nearly as like, I feel like it's more commercialized now. So whereby I say buckle up and then I zoom in and say, let's talk about it. It's not kind of like became like my thing. So whereas in the beginning, I literally just like, buckle up, let's talk about it. And then the same with, um, uh, I was doing one video, and I was like, uh, okay, okay, okay. And then I would just literally go into whatever it is that I was talking about. After a while of doing it so long, my kids would say, too loud, daddy, in the background. And I was like, hmm, this actually sounds pretty decent. (laughs) Too loud, Kylie. (laughs) so whereas you know i say it so much and now my followers my literally in one of my lives my followers were like yo you should put that on a onesie i'ma buy it (laughs) my first i think 24 no no i'm sorry my first 48 hours of having that up over 300 people bought onesies with okay 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 too loud daddy on it
1: That's and i was just like what (laughs)
0: And now people are asking for merch that says, buckle up, let's talk about it. So in that regard, I was like, I don't want to just put words on a shirt again. I'm not doing that. What I want to do is I want to get a logo made. And then from there, I'll put that logo on the actual T-shirt and then we'll go from there. So I was like, okay, how best can I not only get the merch out and, you know, get income off of that. I want to do reach out to my TikTok community so I can assist someone else, always helping, in building their platform by saying, hey, listen. This is what the official buckle up, let's talk about it logo is. This is the person that created it. Go show him some love if you want some graphics. And because of the the depth of my platform, anybody that I promote, which you seen the hat that I had on the beginning, that was generational curse clothing. That was uh, one of my sponsored ads that I did most recently, for one of my uh, frat brothers, um, his clothing line, anybody that I put on my platform, immediately your product becomes boosted. Because of the respect, number one, that my followers have for me. And two, just off the sheer numbers of how many people follow me. Because they they are invested in whatever it is that I have on. So this one, it's just a regular Eagles hat. You know what I'm saying? That I wear in some of my videos. And, you know, I just like how it feels. It's real meshy. I like how it feels. And I I do a lot of my, like, working out or, like, yard work with it on. Something like that. So in that regard, boosting things and putting people on my platform you know, especially in a positive manner. Now, if you hear buckle up, let's talk about it. You're probably not gonna <laughs> like what's coming next after that. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> oh, shit, like, just put now, it on. <laughs> now,
0: but in that regard, I found it as a way to push out a lot of content at one time, but then also to champion and further push, oh, four slogans, before you speak, do your research. <laughs> and okay. then before that slogan, It's a mindset but it's also a way of life because a lot of times people, they get emotionally triggered by things and I tell them to push past the emotional and get to the logical. Don't diminish the emotional but engage and address the logical aspect of it of, okay, you see something happen in the news, immediately you become emotionally triggered, cool. Now let's get to the logical, let's talk facts. What are the facts of the case? What actually happened? Not what are you triggered by, what actually happened? And yeah. if we're going to talk about it, let's make sure we talk about the whole story, not just the part that fits your narrative. And you have a lot of people who politically pander on this app or on, on TikTok. I said this app, this is Zoom, on, on, on TikTok. Um, and it's just like, it's so disgusting to me that they'll push out only a certain part of a story that fits their narrative and not the entire story and then give their personal opinion on it. Yeah. That's so re- when you come a- <laughs> buckle up. Yep. You know,
1: that's how I kinda that's how I kinda uh well also with fact checking, but like that's how I with some people I come across, if they've said that that you've, you know what I mean, kind of okayed them or you checked into it, I'd be like, Okay, okay, I can I can do I can rock with her. <laughs> I was like, you know there's a few people, you know, that have uh, per, uh been presented and your name has came up and you have back, you know, did obviously did your fact checking, and you backed them up and so it's like, okay, that's that's something I can tell somebody, like, oh, they're definitely legit, you know, if this person yeah, is facts. speaking on it. So,
0: And if they're that's not so- legit and they try to play me and they get on my platform, I'm going to blast them
1: because that's yeah. how
0: I get down. You're not about to. you. Use- and that's another thing, too. And this is something for you to take and put under your belt as well. As your platform continues to grow, because I'm more than positive it is going to grow, that you have to un- understand that not everyone is going to have good intentions when trying to connect with you. And some yeah. people are just going to try to eat off the platform that you've built just for the sake of eating off of it. Now, again, if you're going to do something and you're not going to charge for it, you do it because you want to do it, not because they're backing you into a corner and or pressuring you to do it. And a lot of people will seek to try to do that. And one of my mentors, his name is Eric Thomas. He's an internationally um, known uh, public speaker as well as um, a minister. He talks a lot about how he gets paid, oh my goodness, astronomical amounts of money to go, you know, NBA, NFL, watch 500 companies, all of this stuff. But he also does programs for free, but he does them because he wants to do them, not because he has to do them. And it's the same with you. As you continue to build your show, there are gonna be people that are gonna be like, oh yeah, I heard about Brandy's show, yeah, yeah. Let me hit her up. Oh, come on, come on, sis, you know
1: we, come on, (laughs)
0: come on, sis. When really and truly, it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? If you said to me, hey, I want to get you on my platform, but I charge X, Y, and Z, but I reached out to you because I was no problem. Either I'm going to tell you yes or I'm going to tell you no. Period. You
1: know what I'm saying?
0: And those that truly believe in, you know, the depth of your platform, and you know, I asked you a lot of questions. You know what, yeah. what I mean? As it relates to, you know, how you built your platform, what do you talk about, you know, what are your goals, blah, 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 because I want to get a full, complete understanding of what you got going on, because now what happens is, let's say for example, and I'm not saying you'll do this, but this is something for you to take into account. You attach yourself to someone, right? They do something that is of a completely nefarious nature. Now the fact that you're connected to them, that reflects negatively off on your platform, unknowingly and inadvertently, because you're attached to them, now that no longer becomes just their problem, it's your problem too.
1: Yep, totally understand that.
0: So you vet them as much as possible and say, hey, listen, if someone asks me about Brandy, I'm defending you to the, to the end of the moon. Until you give me a reason to not defend you, I'm going to defend you to the end of the moon. She's legit. And whenever this goes live, boom, I'm promoting it. I'm promoting your platform. I'm promoting your page. Because that's the kind of person that I am. I'm not just going to, oh, hey, guys, you know, I just did this, you know, this show, blah, blah, blah. And then don't give none of the information about it. Right. How does that look? But you have people that do that. And they try to take and use their celebrity to suppress these smaller accounts and these uh, smaller creators. When really, to me, that's just that's just such a, a trash mentality to perpetuate, and I just refuse to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a stand-up guy, and thank you so much. You know, we need more like you. You know, and uh, with with that, there'll be more because you're an, you know an example, and you can. Be that for somebody else that you know can look to you and be like, well, if he can do it, you know what I'm saying, I can do it too, and I like that. Absolutely, technique. for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm gonna let you go because I know you got things to do. I did have one more question Absolutely. about that later.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You can ask you one more question. I got about uh about ten minutes.
1: Okay. So yesterday, that was freaking genius. <laughs> um, When you, yeah, excited. <laughs> Well, you said I was just—I was just staring at you. I was just like looking at you, like he said he's—he's got something serious to say, and he put the hat on, and he said, "Trump 2020." I was just—I still was staring at you. Like, I was just like—I was starting to type in. I just said, "Okay, let me see how he's doing." <laughs> you know, I just shut it down. I said I went over to Instagram. And I said, "Are you okay? You right?" <laughs> you know, I was like, "It's all right." I was like, Cause "This election right here is not like any other," and it's like. You just don't know. It's just not any other I've ever seen before. So I can, like, I don't know what would make a person, but it's got to be something, you know? But at the same time, and I did a show on this. I had a talk with my son the other day about about this. And I did a show on it, I think it was yesterday, about... And then a year ago, I did a show on this, like, letting political views split up. Um, I gave different scenarios, split up, um, break up friendships and stuff, like, with somebody, somebody that voted for somebody that you wouldn't. Would you let yep. that play? You know, just ridding of a, of a friendship. You know, and that, that's like big for some people. There was a guy who said he would leave his whole his whole mama. You know what I mean? If she voted for Trump, and I was just like, I don't. I, I it's it's not as like black and white as as people make it seem. Like there's certain things that maybe this one president they can really stand for with but it might not be all of the stuff they stands for but they don't you know it's kind of set up that way you kind of try to do the mm-hmm. best you can uh, yeah so i thought that was very interesting that you did that and i the whole time i was thinking like oh god i bet you they feel really stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but you weaned them out you know so what it is though but uh yeah that was pretty genius so, so was, was that something like You are like, in the back of your head, you are like, let me see who's going to pay attention when I do this. So
0: it was a twofold uh, situation. So, number one, uh, a lot of the people didn't look at my previous post to whereas um, I, uh, well, not endorsed, but I pretty much uh, publicized the fact that uh, Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris as his running mate. And a lot of people uh, that follow my platform, they know that, number one, I'm independent. I'm not left-leaning, I'm not right-leaning, I'm independent. I value policy over the person. Yeah. So a lot of times that, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't uh, not value the person in terms of who that individual is, because I definitely hold them accountable for the things that they say. But I'm more concerned, especially as it relates to politicians, what are their policies? Yeah. Um, and in this regard, um, I've been saying publicly that I believe before he chose Kamala Harris, Joe Biden had no opportunity to be Trump. I I firmly I will go on record to say I did not think that he would have a chance at all of being Trump on his own and who he decides to choose is going to be very vitally important to him, potentially defeating him if that's his ultimate goal. And again, I don't know anyone that runs for president besides Kanye West that don't want to (laughs) win. So in that regard, um, one of my uh, fraternity brothers, he had sent me um, his clothing line um, and paid me to do a uh, sponsor post for him. Um, which I offer on my page uh, for a flat rate of $100. That's it um, for people to uh, for me to promote either a product, a service, a business or whatever case would be. That's outside of the realm of my, I guess, normal talking points. So he sent me this blue hat oh. and then this uh, burgundy hat. And it's actually burgundy. But under the light, oh, it looks red. Daddy. So Daddy. I was like,
1: hmm. Daddy.
0: <laughs> Daddy. Yes. Yes, it is a hat. No, 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 you're not putting on this hat. This is daddy's hat. Yeah, this is not a toy. This is not a toy. I'll buy you a hat, okay? All right, daddy will buy you your own hat, and then you don't have to worry about putting on daddy's hat. So in that regard, I was like, hmm, I think this is a perfect opportunity to debut this clothing line. So in that regard, I said, okay. What best can I do that I know is going to invoke an immediate reaction, but also do it so covertly that there's an underlying... Because really and truly, I wanted to open up the conversation about just what you talked about and prove two points. Number one, people don't read and that I can do a sponsored post and promote a clothing line, and people don't even realize that's what's going on. And then two, people become legitimately triggered by people's political beliefs even when they don't believe it but just the potential could be enough for people to turn on people yep that quick that man quick. That, that video right now has almost 100,000 views wow and just that fast I think in under an hour it had like 30,000 in under an hour I have never had a video do that great numbers that fast wow so when I did my follow up video I was like oh I'm just throwing the bait out there as a child I love fishing so I was like, I'm just throwing the bait out there. Just throwing the bait out there. And in, in the comments, I'm like being covert too. I was like, Wow, imagine uh um. What I say, imagine judging someone based off their political beliefs. Wow, right? Just egging it on, like, okay, I want to see where this is going. Then when I did my follow-up video, it was like, anyone that knows me, they know I'm I'm an independent. I'm waiting on the debates to happen so that I can see where these people fare in terms of their policies and what their plans are for my community. And I also champion this mindset. If a politician does not have an agenda for your community or the issues facing your community, they don't deserve your vote.
1: Because what happens
0: is we emotionally judge these people after they've become elected, when really and truly, you should have had that energy way before they got elected. Exactly. Are you going to the town halls? Are you watching the debates? Because if you did, you would see that this person has this type of mindset. So in that regard, I knew that it was going to invoke a certain reaction. But then from some of my mutuals, not the people that haven't been following me for a long time, people that have been following me since I was at like 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 that called me a sellout, that called me an Uncle Tom. And I'm just like...
1: They didn't no. just like leave. They had to start name calling too. And i was just like... Man. Have you just started calling me names Who people that have
0: <laughs> blocked me? Which is cool. You want to block me? Cool. I don't have no problem with that. Oh, you say it was a joke. It wasn't funny. You blocked me. Okay, cool. You're entitled to that. But you're going to call me a coon? a sellout, a Uncle Tom, not just random people. I'm talking about people that, like I said, haven't followed me for a very long time. So if all people, my solid base, they knew it was a joke, right off the muscle. They knew it was a joke. Oh, I speak, stop playing, you're doing too much, stop playing. <laughs> then you had that group of people that are just like, uh, I speak, you you're good, did, did you eat today? Are you okay? You know what I mean? Like you sent me a message, Uh, you, you, you okay? You feeling all right? Oh yeah, I'm good. You're like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And then there are those that literally didn't say anything. They're like, I just waited for your follow up video because I knew a follow up video had to come. Then you had those. Of course, you had your Trump twenty twenties. Welcome to the to the Trump train. All of that good stuff. Yeah, you Um, had people knowing
1: they was like really welcoming to you. They're like, come on in, brother. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i had a couple of big creators that were conservative trump supporters like welcome we're so happy to have you blah 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 i'm like oh they're gonna be so
1: disappointed even though you didn't mean it, if, if that were to be the case they would be welcoming to you it was still kind of like
0: yeah i saw that up. which was really nice which is really nice by the way too you know what i mean and you know i talked about that in my in my uh, my follow-up video well my follow-up to the follow-up to whereby I was just like, you know, first of all, you guys don't read because it literally says hashtag sponsor post, hashtag G Curse clothing, which is generational. I go live.
1: I didn't read it. I just was like, I'm going to check on him. I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the website is gcursellc.com and I was promoting his brand, but I put that, I put the hats like right here on the edge of my knee and I put just the brim up that way when I put the hat on all the way, I put it up like this. If I would to put it down like that, they would have known I was, I was BSing. And nobody would have took it seriously because they would have known it wasn't a MAGA hat. But just the fact that it was red and under the lighting, I had to get under a specific lighting for it to look red. The hat is burgundy, like a deep burgundy. If you've seen the hat in real life, you'd be like, even if it had MAGA on it, it's not a typical MAGA hat. The MAGA hats are like a, bl- a bright, bloody red. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, this is ingenious. And some people in the comments, if you look at the comments, they'll be like, Oh, if you pause it at the right point, you can see a gold emblem on the front of the hat. I knew it wasn't a MAGA hat. I'm like, the average person is not doing that because I flicked it so fast, I literally grabbed it from my knee and was like, and put it up like that, Trump 2020, you might as well accept me. And when I said, you might as well accept me, that was to lean back so that more people couldn't see what was on the front of it because there was also wording over here and wording over here, which is not indicative of MAGA hats. And some people actually saw it. They actually saw the stuff on the side and they saw the lip, but not everybody. To the point where the video went viral. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, too, in the comments, I was just like, you know, the crazy part is, let's say, for example, I did decide to switch and become a conservative. It's really amazing to me the dynamic of what took place in those comments just off of the difference of opinion, to whereby a lot of my loyal followers were just like, listen, I don't care what your political beliefs are. You're an intelligent man, not just an intelligent black man, but you're an intelligent man, period. And I love the facts that you spit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to judge you based on your political beliefs. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that. But you literally, like you said, speaking to the, the, the show that you did, there are literally people whose lives have been ruined, whose relationships have been ruined, whose marriages have been ruined, whose families have had, you know, tumultuous situations happen. All based off their political beliefs, and I just yeah. think that that's so crazy. Yeah, that is such a crazy concept. Put that car back.
1: It is. It is because it's just like, mm, I know I've noticed during this this election here that certain people that I used to have really um, a tight, you know, I consider tight, you know, relationship with, kind of like disappeared a little bit and you know, it is what it is. I stick with the ones that, you know, stick with me, but I don't judge because I know people have, I don't know the situation, you know, so full. So really just be like, oh, oh, you know, I I say nothing, but I notice, you know, you never know. Yeah, for sure. But thank you so much. And, uh, once again, that was so genius. I feel. I think I'm going to talk about it when I do my other show because that right there was just like, all I kept thinking was, man, I wonder what they're thinking right now. <laughs> I t- I told my, and I told my son, I said, what would you do? I said, would you take them back if they came back? He was like, yeah. I said, really, though, would you? <laughs> he was like, maybe. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> True colors, you know. But thank you again. Do you want to let the um, listeners know uh, where they can find you?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, You can catch me on Instagram, um, Anthony I Highland. You can catch me on Twitter, same handle. Um, I make it very easy to find me on social media. I don't really promote Facebook so much so because I've already reached my 5,000 friend limit. um, And it's really more intimate to, you know, family and close friends. Um, I just try to keep my platforms separate from one another. Um, My TikTok, of course, I speak 1906. Um, And you're welcome on any of my platforms. And before you speak, do your research. That's what I that. speak do your research. So, um, absolutely. Oh, also, uh, my album, uh, metaphorically speaking, it's available on all streaming platforms. Uh, my book, the purpose of power it's available on Amazon, uh, for less than the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? And, um, if you're looking for uh, an opportunity or a mentor, so to speak to build a platform on social media, uh, I do offer sessions as well, uh, a flat rate, hundred bucks. And uh we can get started. Oh, I'm sorry, my consultations um are fifty bucks, um but sponsor posts on my page to promote your products and/or services um is a hundred bucks and uh, I like to think that I'm pretty affordable so um and if in fact, you can't afford that, just hit me up we'll ha- we can have a conversation
1: for sure for sure, for sure, thank you for po- and I'll make sure I keep that in my uh the notes on the um the show notes, and I'll let you know when the show's coming out. I most likely I'll have it going by tomorrow, but I'll let you, I'll give you the, the okay sign like in the morning because I know we're like three hours behind, I think, yeah, three hours behind, so, but I think I can okay. have it up tomorrow, so yes, yes, yes. Okay,
0: when, when, the, link, when the link goes, when the link goes live, just, uh, just text it to me.
1: For sure, for sure. Everybody, awesome, this awesome. Is 1906. Thank you so much. You're welcome anytime. Absolutely.
0: And thanks for having me on.
1: No problem. Anytime. Thank you.